In high school, my friends and I were messing around with a Ouija board one night. We had done it before and nothing remarkable had ever happened. We usually did it to try and scare each other or our girlfriends. We all thought it was a joke. That night, there was no one else home except the seven of us, and we were all together around the board. One of the girls there wanted to try it. She had never done it before. This time, it was different. The board misspelled some of the words the same way every time. It gave answers that seemed really accurate for our town. Things we neither knew or cared about. Long story short, the spirit claimed it was a 10-year-old boy who had died on the property in the 1800s and was buried there in an unmarked grave. My friend's house was on a farm on the edge of the town, so that's the only way it would be possible. We were all a little freaked out because the board had never been so detailed and consistent. However, we were still skeptical, and we were all assuming one of us was trying to scare the rest. Finally, my friend asked if the spirit could do something to prove he was there with us. It went to yes, and then spelled out K-N-O-C-K. Then, the planchet stopped moving. We just all stared at it silently, and there was a tap on the window right next to us. The lights were on outside, and there was absolutely no one out there. We never touched that board again. Growing up, my bedroom was the only one that faced the front of the house slash street. When I was about eight or nine, I woke up to my dad calmly but firmly telling me to get up and go in the bathroom and shut the door. I was annoyed because I was half asleep, but I listened. Apparently, I was more tired than I realized because I fell asleep on the bathroom floor The next morning, I asked my mom what happened. She seemed oblivious and confused. I looked at my dad like she was crazy and asked him why he woke me up. He denied doing it. I was becoming frustrated to the point of tears, but I ultimately let it go. Fast forward to college, I was home one break and decided to ask again. I had thought of that night And for years, it still bothered me. This time, my dad goes, Hmm, I was wondering if you even remembered that. Turns out that a lot of houses on our block were being vandalized and robbed all those years ago. Someone had broken into the garage and was inside the house. My room was partially over the garage. My dad heard it happen and quietly got me to safety. Police were called. The guy ran. He was never caught. However, my parents didn't tell me because they did not want to terrify me as a kid. 
So for years, they pretended like nothing had ever happened. It wasn't supernatural, but it was unsettling for sure. My grandfather told me this story about how one time he was sitting in a chair in front of the house when he heard his wife repeatedly calling him from inside the house. The thing is, my grandmother passed away a few years ago, but he told me that the voice was so pressing that he actually got up to look inside the house. As soon as he got inside, he heard a loud crash behind him and turned around to see that the chair he has been sitting in Moments ago had been crushed by the cast iron gutter that fell on it. If he hadn't come inside, he would have probably been seriously injured. I don't know if it's paranormal or not, but every time I think about it, it sends chills down my spine. I was babysitting my niece once while I was staying at my brother's place, and they had the baby camera set up so I could see her on the little TV it came with. I was studying and started dozing off when I heard something whispering and realized it was coming from the monitor. I initially thought it was some feedback or something, but when I looked at the TV, there was a dark shadow near my niece's crib. I have never been more terrified in my life, but the shadow was clearly there where it had not been before. I ran to my niece's room and looked around and saw nothing. But I took her to the house next door and I went back to the TV and the shadow was clearly gone. I told my brother what happened and he pulled me aside and told me not to mention it to my sister-in-law because she'll freak out. But that he had seen the same thing several times now with the same whispering. They stayed in that house for about four more years and when my niece was just learning to talk, she would tell her mom about her special friend. To this day, it scares the heck out of me. When they moved out, my brother told me my niece had become inconsolably sad because she would miss her friend. Her mom would tell her she could bring him along, but all she would say was that he couldn't leave the house. We have never to this day told her about that shadow and she apparently never saw it. A couple months ago, my friend's cousin, who's a single mother, bought a new cell phone. After a long day of work, she came home, placed her phone on the counter, and went to watch TV. Her son came to her and asked if he could play with her new phone. She told him not to call anyone or mess with text messages, and he agreed. At around 11.20, she was drowsy, so she decided to tuck her son in and go to bed. She walked to his room and saw that he wasn't there. She then ran over to her room to find him sleeping on her bed with the phone in his hand. Relieved, she picked her phone back up from his hand to inspect it. Browsing through it, she noticed only minor changes such as new background, 
banner, etc. But then she opened up her saved pictures. She began deleting the pictures she had taken until only one new picture remained. When she first saw it, she was in disbelief. It was her son sleeping on her bed, but the picture was taken by someone else above him, and it showed the left half of an elderly woman's face. My house was built in 1904. It's a single-family home, wood frame setting on a concrete block of foundation. I have been living here for about 12 years. Of all the weird things that my siblings and me have seen or heard in this house, this one event is my favorite. This happened to my brother. About 10 years ago, my brother and his best friends had started a garage band playing mostly Spanish rock alternative music his friends could only get together on Sunday afternoons. They would practice into the early evening, and they would usually call it quits by 8 p.m. This was the time I usually showed up and went to bed, because I worked the graveyard shift. This happened in the late fall, so the days were getting shorter. They had just finished a long session when the decision to head to someone else's house came about. My brother handed his car keys to his buddy so they could load up the equipment. Everyone had filed out the basement, but the tricky part was that they needed to walk all the way back up to the back of the basement, up the stairs, through the kitchen doorway, down the hall and into the living room, and out into the front porch. Everyone was outside sitting in my brother's truck waiting for him. My brother was walking back up the stairs when he remembered that he had left his pancakes in a to-go container sitting on the speaker in the basement. He made the decision to go back. Now the basement, it's not clean. It's full of sight lines. There have been partitions made and the boiler and main heating unit are right smack in the middle. So after my brother walks back, he is about to retrieve his food container when out of the corner of his eye, he sees it. It's a shadowy figure right at his peripheral vision. This feeling of dread and uneasiness washed over my brother. We have been taught that if you are in the presence of a spirit or ghost and you felt a bad vibe, to say a quick prayer or to cuss at it. My brother chose the latter. He basically just told it to F off. I don't have time for this. My brother started to walk back up the stairs, closing the doors and turning off the lights as he was walking out. The last light switch is on the opposite side of the front door. Luckily, the door was open and the light from the street lamp was flooding the living room with its amber presence. My brother said he felt something at his back, but at no point did he turn around. As he flicked the last switch off in the living room, the area went dark, as of the rest of the house. As he stepped out, he pulled on the door, closing it behind him, still holding his food container in one hand. He jogged down the few porch steps. He walked towards the front gate. Our house resides far from the main street, essentially having a large front yard, but no rear garage. As he closed the gap between himself and his friend, 
he kind of smiled and thought things over in his head, mad at himself for spooking out when there was no reason. He climbed into the driver's side of the truck, putting on a seatbelt and getting ready to pull out of the parking spot and directly in front of the house when none of his friends asked, he said, Hey, what about your brother? Isn't he coming with us? My brother answered, What do you mean? He went to work early tonight. He is already gone. Do you see his car anywhere? The next question they asked, So then who was walking behind you when you were leaving the house?